the ancient of days be lifted up as the only God in this space. Even out there be Lord, King of glory. We bow before you that you may reign alone as God. We bow before you, the King of the universe, that you may be lifted up as the only banner. We bow before you that you may speak to each one of us. We ask of you that even as we remind ourselves that we need to resist all speech attacks by prayer. But Master, I pray that you take us deeper in another level of prayer. Take us higher in another level of prayer. But above all, raise us to another speech of him. That as we stand before you, King of glory, calling upon your name, it shall come to pass and they will come to know that you are Lord alone and you reign on high. This afternoon is your afternoon, King of glory. When you are done to speak through me as a vessel, take all the glory and honor because it belongs to you. Open our inner ears this afternoon. The speech of ears, open our hearts, the speech of hearts, open our souls, the speech of our souls, Father, King of glory, that everything shall be to the glory of your name. So come and minister to each one of us. Come and change the atmosphere, the speech of one to each one of us, in and out. That we may experience your presence, your power, your glory. Reign on high. And in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Open with me Psalm 18. We just want to read the six verses, but you shall refer to almost all the verses as we go through the text. Psalm 18. Verse 1 to 6. The version I have says, I love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I'll call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from mine enemies. The souls of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The souls of hell compassed me about, the snares of death prevented me. In my distress I called upon the Lord, and cried unto my God, he heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. The word of the Lord. This afternoon we are talking about resisting spiritual attacks by prayer. That's what I was given to talk about. And we know that that also takes us to looking at all evil forces around but they're encouraging us this afternoon that it's possible we can resist them. We can withstand them. We can keep from them. 
We can actually not give in to them. We can't desist them. So the choice is ours, children of God, to stand firm in this mighty God that we know, or we have come to know. And then we stand firm against all forces of attacks. Spiritual attacks can be just series of events coordinated by the demonic realm that can come your way, but they come our way sometimes just to frustrate us, sometimes to stop us from holding on to the promises God has given us, sometimes to disorganize the kind of faith we have put in him and his word, sometimes just to make us waver slightly and get off the channel, the heavenly channel. And it is true, we all go through these attacks. It's just that the intensity differs. Sometimes you may even find that you have gone through the same speech attack, but then the way you have experienced it is different. And because you chose to belong to God, to belong to his side, then automatically you became one enemy. I may say the day you confessed Jesus Christ as Lord, you became the enemy. But sometimes you may walk a journey of salvation and then the life around twists you slightly. And maybe you become weaker. Maybe you get discouraged. Maybe you lose hope. And then you give the devil an opportunity to have another door towards you so that he can twist you around slightly, oppress you slightly. But then when you wake up very fast, you can go back to the same tune that God had purposed you to be. So these attacks are there. That is the reality. And the intensity differs. Sometimes the devil tries you slightly, and he finds you much stronger, and then he gives off. Then sometimes later will come again to check you a little bit whether you are still standing, and if he finds you standing, then he will give up still. But if he comes and finds you slightly weaker, he will now push it harder on you. But there's this great hope that when you keep on your knees, when you keep in your prayer closet, you have a mighty one of Israel who always fights with you the battles. In fact, he handles them and he gives you victory instead. So that is the greatest hope that we have. That we don't have to worry or to fear against these battles. David has just told us slightly that when the enemies came his way, fear came inside him. But then he knew one thing, that the Lord was mightier than the fears of life. That the Lord was stronger than any other thing. That's why he now gives a testimony. When you check the entire chapter, it simply talks about victory. David gives this song of victory. Having gone through different attacks, having gone through different battles, having faced different enemies, 
At the end of it all, he realized that victory was his. And so he comes to testify of the Lord's goodness. He comes to testify of the Lord's love. He comes to testify of this divine victory that the Lord had given him. So I don't know which kind of song you have right now. I don't know which kind of song you have been singing. I don't know which kind of testimony you have been testifying before the Lord and before others to prove to them that your God is real. Your God works. Your God is mightier than any other. In fact, all the rest of the gods that have been trying you have not been gods. They have kept being defeated and you have remained victorious and you have proved to them that your God is mightier in battle, mightier in every situation, mightier than any other thing. Praise God. The psalmist this afternoon just wants to encourage us. In this very testimony that he's giving, he thanks God because God heard his prayers. And not only hearing, God actually answered the prayers. And not only answering them, the psalmist says, God actually saved him from every situation. Praise God. Our God understands that language of the neurology much, much better. And whenever we keep on the knees, he comes and intervenes. Whenever we cry to him, he comes into the situation and intervenes. There's no any situation that he has never come. He always comes down. It's just that sometimes we don't see the way he has come. Sometimes even he comes and sorts out and we forget that he has come and sorted us out because of the overwhelming joy. Praise God. So this afternoon as we talk about that subject of resisting all spiritual attacks by prayer, I want you to be encouraged, children of God, that when we are in our prayer closets, to mean serious business, I don't mean this simple beeping. No, beeping is not enough. But having that quality time with him. Every single moment you go and have quality time with him, he comes down. He speaks. Sometimes he whispers to you. Sometimes he gives you encouragement. Sometimes he reminds you of the promises he has given you, that they are still true and real. Sometimes he comes just to hold you by the hand, just to walk with you through the challenge you have been going through. But I want to tell you, every single moment we call upon him, he comes down. If you knew that every single moment you go on your knees or you enter your prayer closet, you put the devil on pressure, you put the devil's kingdom on pressure, then you would keep in that prayer closet. Then you would keep on your knees. Then you would keep calling upon him every single day that he gives you down the road. The psalmist in these verses, when you check verses 2 to 6, the ones we have just read, this is what he says. He says God became his rock. 
God became his fortress. God became his deliverer. God became his honor to God. God became his strength. God became his shield. God became the horn of his salvation. And above all, he became his stronghold, his tower. I don't know what comes into your mind as you look at those words that the psalmist uses to define his God, that he uses to talk about his God. And I don't know whether it's all that to you. It's you to check yourself this afternoon that as they talk about this business of resisting all speech attacks, is God all this to me? Praise God. Let's slow down a little bit in these things. The psalmist talks about the Lord being his rock because he discovered that there was no any better safety than keeping in the road. There was no better support that he could get than getting the support of the heavenly God because one of the human beings had failed him. So this afternoon, do you think you can have any, any safety out there than your God? Do you think you can have any better support out there than the heavenly support from your God? The psalmist discovered that the best thing you could do was to hold on to that rock. Because all the safety that he had looked for the rest of his time, he realized it was in the Lord himself. And I want to tell you plainly that that's where the best support is. That's where the best safety is 24-7. The psalmist says God was his fortress. He was a garrison. And so he decided to go and sit inside the garrison. So that when the enemies came his way, when all sorts of attacks came his way, he was safer. Because there was a hedge of the mighty one of Israel around him. Sometimes he spends sleepless nights <laughs> worried whether the enemies will come your way. And you forget that the moment you enter that small shelter of yours where you are, and you invite him to be a wall of fire, that is exactly what he does. Praise God. It's only that you need to go deeper and understand these spiritual things. That the Lord, our God, he's actually our garrison. He's our fortress around. He's a hedge of fire around 24-7. And so you have nothing to worry about the attacks of the evil ones because you are sheltered, you are enclosed all around. It's on and only when you open up doors to the devil that the age keeps going off, keeps going off, keeps going off. But if you mean serious business, it can keep there. The psalmist says the Lord had become his deliverer to the extent that Every affliction that the devil brought his way, the Lord was there to deliver him. 
every temptation that the devil brought his way, the Lord was there to deliver him out of that. Everything that the enemy had brought his way. And I'm here to tell you, that is exactly what God does for his children. Every now and then, when the devil rises up, he is there to help you out. When the devil wants to afflict you, he is there to sort you out of the affliction. When the devil brings temptations your way, the Lord is there to take you out of this temptation. That's why he says, he can't give you what you can't bear. Praise God. I don't know which temptation you are going through right now. But I'm just here to encourage you that the Lord is there for you. Just call upon him to help you out of that and he will take you out. The psalmist says he had become his God. <laughs> Which God are you bowing before? What has become your God? Is it the riches around? The resources around? The people around? The family members around? The friends around? What has replaced God's position? If you could only acknowledge him as the only true God you have, and then you just understand the kind of God you are talking about. And then you hold on to him alone without looking anywhere else. Then you see him revealing himself as the only true God. And when he shows up, no other God can withstand him. No any other strong God can withstand him. Not even the enemies that you think are much stronger can withstand him. Not even the wizards and sorcerers, you think that they are high there. None of them can withstand you when the mighty one of Israel shows up. So this afternoon, may you take him to another level of knowing that he's the only true God. He's the only powerful God. He's the only mighty God. He's the only one who is more than able. All the rest are not able, but him is able. The psalmist says he was his divine strength. He knew that he didn't have any strength of his. Every strength that he had each single day that the Lord made him walk down the road, he called it the Lord's strength. Hallelujah. Nehemiah simply said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. He was overwhelmed. He was overwhelmed by the joy that the Lord had brought his way. And so he simply said, oh, this divine joy is my strength. Can you allow him to just connect you slightly that he may give you his divine strength and then you walk restlessly, tirelessly to the very end? The psalmist says God was his shield. He was his protector. He was his defender. He was all in all that you could ever think of. And when he says it that way, that means he preserved him 24-7. So can the Lord this afternoon, as we talk about resisting speech attacks, be your protector, be your defender, be the one to preserve you, 
to preserve your households, to preserve your children and grandchildren, to preserve your husband, to preserve your wife, to preserve all your resources. Can the Lord be that way to you? And if it becomes that to you, then you are to get worried of all the speech attacks that may come your way. If he's your protector around, then water if attacks to you. If he's your defender, then why to worry about those who are coming, overwhelming you? If the Lord really has preserved you, I don't know how many years he has preserved you. Grandma, how many years has he preserved you? Hallelujah. So if he has preserved you all those years, then why don't you keep telling the devil, he has been my protector, who will remain to the end of the ages. He has been my defender, who will defend me from every side. He has been my God to preserve me all these years. He will preserve me until the end of the ages. Children of God, things are possible. The psalmist says, is my horn of salvation. Hallelujah. I wish you knew what this horn of salvation does. The moment it is lifted out, it scatters anything, anything, anything that comes your way. If there are arrows of the one, it scatters. If there are attackers, it scatters. If they are just strongholds, it's, if it is rich, it's, it is scatters everything. The moment the horn of salvation is lifted high, there's nothing that remains. David saw how the enemies were scattered. David saw how the arrows of the ones were just scattered the other side. David saw it by his own eyes. That even in his situations, where he had entered the same cave with the enemies, the Lord scattered the enemies and made them asleep, gave them a deeper sleep, made him move out, and then he had to remind them that, guys, I was in the same cave, but this mighty one of Israel, my horn of salvation, has overcome you. May he become your horn of salvation. That he may scatter the, the witchcraft you have been scared of. The wizards, the sorcerers. May he scatter those ones who take your names to the evil altars. And even scatter the altars as well. May he become your horn of salvation. In that office where people are becoming a challenge. That he may scatter. Sometimes you fear making prayers that are very tough. But sometimes if people become horrible. You can ask the Lord to... Just shift them. Just to uproot to them. There are even those ones you can pray a better prayer. That Lord, get them another job somewhere. So that they will just go and I remain here. And then be exalted. Go and lift up the horn of salvation. Wherever you are, wherever you need the Lord to intervene. He will do that. David says the Lord was his stronghold, was his tower. And by doing this, he was just simply emphasizing that the mighty one of Israel was the only divine safety that he had. That's why Proverbs 18.10 reminds us that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are safe. David knew that he had divine safety. 
24-7 because we are simply under there. Praise the Lord. In these verses that we are stretching, when you check verses 7 to 19, when you go back and read them, David says, God revealed himself mightily to him through earthquakes, through storms, through wind, through rain, through lightning, through thunder. But all this, God did it to deliver him, him as his servant. I don't know how you want the Lord to reveal himself to those you think they are your enemies. I don't know how you want the Lord to reveal himself to those around disturbing you. But what you ask him to do, he will do it. If you want his hand to behave upon them, it doesn't take him seconds to make that happen. If you want him to sound like thunder, where they are, it doesn't take him seconds to do that. He does it. He still does it. And when David realized this, verses 20 to 24 says, now David gave a reason as to why God had answered his prayers. And what does he say? He says it was because he had walked in God's ways. It's because he had kept himself pure before the Lord. And above all, he had kept humble before the Lord. Child of God, sometimes, if not most of the times, we need to close all the doors and walk blamelessly before the Lord and in his ways, not our ways. If we want to be safer and resist all these attacks just divinely, then make sure you are in the Lord's ways. Make sure you are there. Make sure you walk right before him. And then can you keep yourself pure as a vessel of the Lord? And then remain humble. Because the more you do that, the more he exhausts you. The more you do that, the more he lifts you higher and higher. Praise God. God answered David's prayers because he did all that. And I'm here to encourage you. That he can answer yours too. If you keep walking in his ways. He can answer yours too. If you keep yourself pure, holy before him. He can answer yours too. If you keep humble before God. This made David to be able to resist all the attacks of the evil ones. And it is going to help you, child of God, resist the same. When you check verses 25 to 30, David says he knew one thing. That God required total devotion to him. Total devotion to him. So that now this divine confidence of his divine intervention would be just automatic. What gave David the confidence in the Lord? was that total devotion. He knew the moment I'm devoted to my God, automatically his help is my way. And let me tell you that is true. The more you get devoted to your God, 
the more you enjoy his divine intervention. Every now and then, every now and then, that is the secret. Total devotion helped him to have God's intervention every now and then. And that too helped him to resist all the attacks around. Why? Because he had this full assurance of God's help 24-7. Do you have that assurance of God's intervention, of God's help 24-7? That even when you are walking, you know, the help is just automatic, it's there. Even when you sleep, you know it's there. Even when you are going to that office where you think they will not welcome you, you know the hope of the Lord is just with you. And it has already gone ahead. Because who, who can anyway withstand where the Lord has entered? Praise God. You don't need to get what a child of God. The Lord's help is just there for you to help you out. Resist, resist every attack of the one. Every arrow of the one. Every principality, every stronghold, everything that may come your way. The choice is just yours to go into him. Let's stand on our feet. The psalmist did all that. That this afternoon you can also enter into prayer and reactivate before the throne of mercy. It's all about you. Acknowledging your God. Sometimes they tell you, exhort him in your own words. Exhort him the way you know him. Exhort him in the way he works for you. Exhort him the way you see him. And we fail to do that. But the psalmist lifted him higher and higher. And the more he did that, the more the Lord intervened. First Peter 5, 8-9 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about, just roaring like a roaring lion, seeking all those he can devour. But then he says, resist him. Steadfast in faith. That's what the King James Version says. Resist him, steadfast in, in the faith. Knowing that the same sufferings and experiences, your fellow brethren have gone through the same and they have overcome. This afternoon, child of God, you can be sober spiritually. You can be vigilant spiritually. You can be alert spiritually. And then resist every arrow. Resist every doubt of the one. Resist every attack. I don't know which attacks you have been going through. But right now, from now onwards, remind the devil that God is your rock. God is your fortress. God is your deliverer. God is your only God. God is your shield. God is your horn of salvation. God is your strength. And command, command all attacks to disappear. Begin commanding them. Begin commanding them because it's you who knows which attacks you have been going through. Just remind the devil only one thing, that God, your God, is your rock. God, your God is your fortress. God is your deliverer. God is your God almighty. God is your strength. God is your shield. God is your horn of salvation. May you blow that horn of salvation that the Lord may scatter all the arrows of evil ones. May you remind the devil that this God I'm talking about 
is my stronghold, is my tower, and I'm much safer in him. My children are much safer. My family members are much safer. My grandchildren are much safer. All my resources are safer. All my property is safer. Everything concerning me is safer. In the mighty name of Jesus, go ahead and resist the devil. Go ahead. Resist all the arrows that he has been shooting out. Go ahead and pray. You know the arrows that he has been shooting against you. Now resist them. Go ahead and pray. You know the traps that he has been laying down. Resist those traps. Go ahead and pray. And tell the devil that the God of the universe even gave me the authority to trump against scorpions, to trump against cobras, to trump against all weapons, to trump against all traps of evil ones. And they would do me nothing. They would do me nothing because he has said so. Remind the evil one right now. Remind him that you are the child of God. You are the mighty one of Israel. He is with you. He is with you to defeat him. He is with you to help you go through. He is with you to help you overcome. He is with you to help you go beyond. He is with you to give you victory. Remind the devil. In fact, remind the devil this afternoon that you are a victorious child of God. You are a victorious child of God. You are a victorious child of God. And because the Lord gave you victory, that means you have victory over all his attacks. You have victory over his arrows. You have victory over his traps. You have victory over everything that he does. Remind the devil this afternoon that in fact, you know what? There's no weapon formed against you that can prosper. In fact, there's no tongue that can be lifted against you that will be prospering. Because you have the power to judge them, have they been sending witchcraft? Now declare and declare, declare and declare, declare and declare that no sorcery, no sorcery, no divination that will come your way, that will excel. That's what Numbers 23-23 tells us. Child of God, you have the power. Child of God, you have the authority. Child of God, you have the true word that works as fire, that works like a hammer to hit and crush everything that you need to crush. This very afternoon, may you begin crushing them. May you begin crushing them. May you begin crushing them. Crush the devil under your feet. Crush the devil under your feet. Crush the witchcraft under your feet. Crush the shrines under your feet. Crush all the wicked daughters under your feet. Crush them, crush them. You have the power, you have the power, you have the power. You have the authority. Yes, go ahead. May you pray for your children that the Lord will help them and equip them to resist the devil. May you pray for your grandchildren that the Lord will help them to resist the devil, that the Lord will empower them to resist the enemy, to resist the arrows, to resist the traps. May you ask the Lord to empower them. In fact, you can tell the Lord to dress you afresh, afresh, afresh in his might power, in his might authority, in his might anointing. Yes, ask him, ask him. In fact, you can ask him to make you a fire vessel because that's what he tells us in Hebrews 1, 7, that he makes his ministers. Yes, frames of fire, frames of fire, frames of fire. Ask the Lord of the universe to make you a frame of fire, to make you a frame of fire, to make you a frame of fire, to make your wife a frame of fire, to make your husband a frame of fire, to make your children frames of fire, 
to make your grandchildren flames of fire, to make your family members flames of fire. Yes, to make your flame of fire wherever you go, wherever you are. I can tell you, child of God, when the Lord makes your flame of fire, the devil can't withstand. All the attacks can't withstand. All the demonic agents can't withstand. All the demonic arrows can't withstand. All the demon strongholds can't withstand. Ask of him. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. Go ahead and pray. Pray a prayer that the Lord will keep you sober. That the Lord will keep you vigilant. That the Lord will keep you alert. Yes, that the Lord will keep you steadfast in that faith that you profess. In that faith that you profess. Father, I ask of you this afternoon that you hope your children who are here, that they will stand, Father God, family. In that faith that they profess, Father God, that they will keep sober, they will keep vigilant, they will keep alert, Father God. Spiritual alert, spiritually sober, spiritually vigilant, King of glory. Before you and around them, King of glory, my Lord, my God, I pray that as they keep vigilant, King of glory, may they see you intervening. May they see your presence, Father God, and experience it, King of glory. May they see your power and experience that power. May they experience your presence, Father God. May they be overshadowed by your glory. Yes, Lord Almighty, Father, I pray, King of glory, that every child of your here that has been going, Father God, through demonic attacks, we in your mad power and authority, we command all the demonic attacks to free. We command all the demonic powers to free. We command all the demonic arrows to free. In the name of Jesus, right now, right now, if you have been going through demonic attacks, witchcraft attacks, we command all the attacks in the mighty name of Jesus to catch fire, to catch fire, to catch fire, to catch fire. If the witchcraft has been at your office, we send the Holy Ghost fire there. If it has been in your business, we send the Holy Ghost fire there. If it has been in your house, we send the Holy Ghost fire there. If it has been in your neighborhood, we send the fire of the living God there. If it has been in the community where you come from, we send the fire of the living God there. If it has been following you as you move out of the house and as you go back, we release the fire of the living God to burn it to ashes, to burn it to ashes, to burn to ashes, to burn it to ashes. And if you are here and you have been facing attachments of the evil ones, we also command them to catch fire, to catch fire, to catch fire, to catch fire. Attachments from your family, we command them to, to catch fire. Attachments from the workplaces, we command them to catch fire. Attachments from the villages, we command them to catch fire. Attachments from the town areas, we command them to catch fire. In fact, if there are wicked altars that have been operating wherever you are, wherever you work, wherever you go, we command all of them to catch fire right now, right now, right now. The fire of the living God will all calm you down. The fire of the living God will all calm you down. Father, King of glory, I ask of you to release fire. Rain down cause of fire. Rain down cause of fire. Rain down cause of fire. Upon these, your children. Rain down cause of fire. Upon their family members. Rain down cause of fire. Across their houses. Across their offices. Across their businesses. Across their communities. Across every area, Father God. Where they walk from, King of glory. May your fire reach there. To burn to ashes. All principalities or divorce. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. Child of God, go ahead and pray. That the Lord will always give you power. Divine power. Divine power. To resist the evil one. To resist the arrows. To resist the attacks. Ask of the Lord. Ask him. 
to give you divine power that you resist all attacks in that office, that you resist all attacks in that business, that you resist all attacks in that home, that you resist all attacks in that community where you are, that you resist all attacks in the ministry where you are, that you resist all attacks, yes, in every area of your life. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Ask him to empower you now. Ask him to empower you now. Ask him to empower your husband, to empower your wife, to empower your children, to empower your grandchildren, to empower your family members, yes, your relatives, to empower your friends, to empower your prayer partners, to empower all those fellow ministers of yours. Ask of the Lord. Father, we ask of you, King of glory, that in that might power and authority, my master, you reign. I ask of you, Lord, that right now, right now, right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, there is your power. There is your power. There is your power. There is your power. The divine power. The divine power from heaven and throne that you may dress up these your children afresh. That you may dress up their family members afresh. That you may dress up their husbands afresh. That you may dress up their father, God, wives afresh. That you may dress up their relatives afresh. Their children and grandchildren afresh. Their fellow ministers afresh. Their fellow friends afresh, Father God. That they will be able to withstand the devil. To withstand the devil. To withstand the devil. Father, we honor you. Father, we honor you. Father, we honor you. Child of God. Ephesians chapter 6. When you check verses 11 to 18, the Bible reminds us that we should put on the full armor of God so that we can be able to withstand the arrows of the evil ones, so that we can be able to withstand the schemes of the evil ones. May I ask you right now that you dress up that full armor in your waist, put on truth. Yes, in your chest, put on the breastplate of righteousness. On your feet, dress up the gospel of peace. Yes, hold your shield of faith in your hands so that you can quench all the arrows of the evil ones. On your head, put on salvation and then add on the sword of the spirit which is the word of God yes may you go ahead and keep in prayer may you go ahead and keep alert go ahead and dress up that armor dress up that armor dress it up dress it up dress it up dress it up in fact dress it your children dress it your children and grandchildren dress it your husband your wife dress it your family members dress them up dress them up in that armor Father, King of glory, I ask of you that as your children, King of glory, dress up this full armor. Lord, may you have your way. Father, we dress up our ways, Father God, with your truth and your the truth, Father God. We dress up our chest, Father God, with the breastplate of righteousness, Father God. May righteousness be our portion. May righteousness be the portion of all our households, of all our family members, of all those we work with, of all those we minister with. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we put on the shoes of the gospel, the shoes of the gospel, the gospel of peace. We dress up those shoes of the gospel, the gospel of peace, Father God. We ask of you that you dress up all our households, Father God, in the same shoes of the gospel, King of glory. Master, we take up the shield of faith, Father God. We ask of you that you let this same faith shield, Father God, be in the hands of our family members, be in the hands of our family ministers, be in the hands of our relatives, Father God, be in the hands of those that we want, Father God, to be able to stand, Father God. And Father, as we hold this shield of faith, Father God, may we be able to quench all the darts of the ones, to quench all the attacks, to quench all the arrows, to quench all, Father God, 
that the devil is standing our way in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, Father, we dress up the element of salvation on our heads, King of glory. We dress up the element of salvation. We dress it up, Father God, to our family members, to our relatives, to our friends, to our fellow ministers, Father God. My master, may you help us, Father God, that we shall keep sober in our brains. We shall keep sober in our minds. We shall keep sober 24-7, King of glory, that the devil will not overcome us, Father God, that all the attacks will not overcome our minds, will not overcome our brains, will not overcome us, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, King of glory, we take you by your word, Father God. We take the sword of the sweet Father God. We take the sword of the sweet Father God. We shiver, Father God, all the arrows of evil ones, Father God, with your sword, child of God, Go ahead, go ahead, and dismantle all the arrows of the enemy using this sword of the Lord. Using this sword of the Lord. Using this sword of the Lord. It's you who knows where you want to smash, where you want to cut, where you want to shiver all the arrows of the evil ones. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. Master King of glory, this very afternoon, Father God, we use your sword, your sword, your sword, your sword to scatter all the evil ones, Father God, to burn to ashes, Father God, all of them. We use your sword, Father God, to scatter all the principalities, Father God. We use it to cut all the arrows of evil ones, Father God, to cut all the darts of evil ones, Father God, to cut all the plans of evil ones, Father God. Mamasa, King of glory, may you help us, Father God, to overcome, to overcome, to overcome, to overcome. Friends, ask the Lord of the universe lastly that you will keep in prayer always. Ask the Lord of the universe that you will keep you watchful, watchful, watchful 24-7. That you will keep your children and grandchildren watchful 24-7. Father, we ask of you, King of glory, that you help us, Father God, that we shall keep in prayer 24-7. Help us, Lord, that we shall keep, Father God, watching, watching, watching 24-7. Lord, the rain. And master, we pray, King of glory, that you take over, that you take over. Friends, have this assurance, have this assurance, that the Lord is ever with us, 24-7. If he was with Daniel in that den of lion, he is always with you. If he was with Daniel, with the friends in the fire, and he became the fourth man, he is always the fourth man, where you are. If he would help David to put Goliath down, may you ask him, that every spiritual stone that you throw to the devil, it would put him down. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we honor you. May you remain the fourth man in the fire that we are going through. May you remain the fourth man in the fire that we are going through. May you remain the second man. Yes, in the den of lions. May you remain the only mighty one of Israel in every spiritual stone that we are going to hit the Goliath as we are. Lord, and as we hit them, may you give us victory. As we hit them, may you give us victory. And Father, I pray, King of glory, that you hope all of us resist the attacks of the evil ones through prayer, through your word, 24-7. I pray that you hope our households to be able to stand firmly and resist all the attacks of the evil ones. I pray that you hope other believers in this nation and other nations out there to stand firm. May you hope us in our homes and families that we shall resist the evil one in our offices that we shall resist the evil one. In all that we do, that we shall resist the evil ones. And friends, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord watch over you. 
May the Lord look down mercifully upon you. May the Lord renew you and give you divine strength. May the Lord become your rock as you walk up and down. May the Lord become your fortress as you walk up and down. May the Lord become your deliverer as you walk up and down. May the Lord become your true God as you walk down the road. May the Lord be your honor strength as you walk down the road. May the Lord be your shield as you walk up and down. May the Lord be your honor of salvation as you walk down the road. May the Lord above all be your stronghold, be your tower that every now and then you run there. Every now and then you run with your houses there. Every now and then you call upon his name and run there. You will be much safer. From now and forevermore. Amen and amen. God bless you.